Welcome to the Bipod Season 2024 announcement. We're going to talk plans and punting theory. I'm joined by my good friend Nicole from Wiki, who's also going to share the plans of Wiki. We're going to talk to you. The reason we're coming to you together is because we're going to be doing a lot of collaboration between the two companies this year to try and bring punters and our communities an absolute smorgasbord of everything you could ever want and wish for to add to your uh, footy punting and just general entertainment and enjoyment. So welcome, Nicole. Uh, excited to talk about what we've got planned for everyone this year. Awesome, man. Look, thanks for having me on. Uh, super pumped. I feel like there's so much meme potential with so many WWE, WCW. There's just so many uh, opportunities for memes. So we might have to do a little bit of a giveaway at some point if we do get a few memes up there. But um, now nah, pumped for season 2024. And um, yeah, I've been following your stuff since pretty much year one, maybe year two, since about 2016. So um, yeah, pumped to be on here and a uh, huge season coming up. Absolutely. So if some people are going to think, oh, this is the season preview. This isn't season preview. I can tell you right now, doing that on Tuesday, this is season announcement. want to let you know if you want to follow what I'm actually going to be involved in, what Nicole's going to do, what the tripod's going to offer, where to find it, when to find it, uh, where you can interact with us. And we're also thought, let's make this a very useful pod. Nicole's been, uh, had some burning questions for me. He wants to ask me a bunch of, uh, punting theory and pick my brain. So I said the second half of this, we're going to do about 15 minutes of uh, punting theory after about 10 minutes spent on announcements. So I'll, I'll kick us off. This will be the 10th year of the tripod and I am bringing it back. Ultimately, I'm still super passionate about the tripod. I love the community that we've created. I love the challenge of uh, taking on the NRL, of following the NRL, but trying to break it down, punting it, riding the highs and lows. And probably that's a good place to start is that Look, we've had nine seasons. They've all been winning seasons each on their own uh, by any measure. But full accountability, I will be the first to say last year was my worst in terms of best bet results. Only around 53% successful. So it's probably a positive when you can say even your worst ever season was still a winning season. But I know the pressure's on me like it is every year that I've, I've got to prove myself each and every year. So I'm going to be uh, working as hard as ever to do well this year. Uh, so there will be a couple of shows a week, previews and recaps and plenty of tips, multis uh, and best bets coming again to everybody in 2024. Nicole, give us a snapshot of what uh, Wiki's delivering. I know you're going to be back bigger than ever this year. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel like you're the OG in this space and I'm one of the, the new kids on the block. But um, yeah, it's been a, a bumper 12 months for us. I'll before I go on a whole speech about everything that we've done, I don't want to do that. I'll get into 2024. Obviously, everyone's from, from Wiki people are mainly keen for try scorer tips. So I'll tell you the main stuff that we're going to be doing. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'll chat through later. So first things first, um, if, you're, if you're following our stuff, you know that we do sort of try scorer stuff after Tuesdays when teams come out. All of our stuff this year is going to be centered around Wednesday evenings. So Wednesday evening, 6 p.m., I'm going to do the preview pod. I'm going to purposely pull sort of like a, a half an hour pod together. Uh, I'm going to do it live stream just like we are now. It'll be all over socials, all that kind of stuff. So 6 to 6.30 with the Punches preview pod, mainly looking through try scores for every single game. I'm going to change this up a little bit, try to have sort of more of a look at same game multis. Uh, not doing them myself, but helping you put them together at that time. Maybe talk about which edge might be good against another edge, all that kind of stuff. And obviously what you guys know Wiki for, which is the long odds try scores. So... All that stuff is going to be around 6 to 6.30 on Wednesday evening Sydney time. Straight after that, the odds comparison tool, first and any time try score it free for everyone as it was last season. 
That'll be up. That'll be up Wednesday, just after the pod, and straight after that, the punters preview article. Again, it'll be a mixture of what you know us for, long shot try scorer stuff, but also a quick look at how you might want to frame your same game multis, all that kind of stuff. So that's the the basic plan, very quickly for Wiki. And if you Google Wiki link tree, odds comparison tool, Discord, all the rest of it, that's all there as well. So I'll talk about Wiki firstly. I think I can hear some notifications going off your computer. I don't know if you're able to mute yes, that with the mic. Um, like I've really appreciated everything that Nicole's brought to our community, everything he's contributed. He's been very generous with the amount of tips and, and knowledge that he's shared. And obviously a lot of them are built around a real statistical uh, breakdown and they're using the, the tools that Wiki have at their disposal. And more than ever, people love and want try scorer tips. So I've seen how popular Nicole's tips are and I've seen the demand. And of course then, whether you're playing try scorers at long odds that the cool tips out or whether you're building them into your SGMs, which are again, increasingly popular. And I, I understand it and I've got to evolve. And last year I brought in a weekly same game multi and we did really well with that. And I want to give the people what they want. So I know that Nicole brings to the table uh, is very enticing of footy punters and fans. So Nicole's going to be part of the group again, but we're actually merging a lot of our content. So Nicole mentioned visit the Wiki website. That Nicole has helped take a load off my shoulders this season by me being able to basically park the tripod website and make that idle and move any content that I'm involved in onto the Wiki website as well. It's a better website. Nicole has staff working for it, actually make it a legit website, unlike me, who's a one-man band. So you can find anything I'm, I've done on the Wiki website now. There's a tripod hub. So check that out. We're going to also you know, be collaborating where we can. Nicole will have an involvement in the tripod weekly preview which big news uh this year is going to move to tuesday night so firstly i'll tell you tuesday night 5 30 new south wales time now, i appreciate it. that's 4 30 queensland time where i live the reason being that's going to be one and a half hours after team lifts now part of that is when uh, i'm most available along with uh, my co-host but it's also we do think that there's going to be a greater advantage to the punters by getting in on a Tuesday now, night. Now, there's pros and cons no matter when you do the pod. We're certainly not going to be attempting to be like, oh, Nico Hines didn't get named this week. Everyone bet against the Sharks. You know, understanding that when team lists drop, there can be a little bit of a shake-up in the marketplace, but odds aren't going to be incorrect for more than a couple of minutes. It's not a case of that. The pod will be at an hour and a half after team lists. The dust will settle, but it will be a live show including now that we're doing these vertical format and available on Instagram, which is a game changer for us. Uh, it will be kind of an appointment viewing that we're going to, I will have already been in the lab on Tuesday. I will have already have an idea of who I like. Then I will have a good hour to then absorb the team list and see what, you know, what any pieces that have moved and then find the best bets that I think are on the board. And by getting in essentially 24 hours earlier, it may allow me to find some bets that possibly wouldn't have been there the next day but also just a, so therefore giving the punters maybe the best the best crack at it and also be becoming a show that really can react to the latest news about team lists there's always still going to be uncertainty there's going to be players that are named but are oh, they 50 50 or there's players in the reserves but no matter when you do a pod that's the case and by doing it tuesday it's out to you earlier as well so you can watch it live with us which is what we love and interact with us it's going to be interactive but catch it later tuesday night it's still going to be available everywhere you're used to. So you, your podcast streams, YouTube feed, Facebook feed and all that afterwards. So catch it later and then, you know, catch it on Wednesday. So we're getting in earlier. Gives you more times to consume it. 
we'll still do a recap show within 15 minutes of full time. When I say we, you want to know who my co-host is this year because I'm well aware that I've worked with Alex for six years, I want to say six. And when Alex moved on to greener pastures, I did a solo year. How can I ever replace Alex? Uh, After the Padonis was kind enough to lend his services and I did a year with the Padonis. Then last year we brought Clarkie on. If I keep changing the host, people are going to think something about me. Well, the host for 2024 will be this year. Yeah, good day, everyone. Dane here from Clarkie's Rugby League column. Hopefully you are enjoying the 2024 season preview with Nicole and Winnie. I think it would be a really good time for myself to jump on and announce that I am back for a second season here on the lovely and amazing Tripod. Now, I'm really excited, obviously, to be back for my second sophomore season here, uh, but we will be running the preview show at a new time this year, so I'll leave Winnie to explain those details, but it's something we're both really excited for. Um, we think it'll give the show an edge of uh, interaction with the community and really make it a little bit more spontaneous and off the cuff, which we're both really excited for this year. Um, look forward to seeing you all as the year unfolds, and hopefully we have another huge year here on Tripod for Winnie's 10th year in charge, which is just absolutely superb, and some that he deserves all the credit in the world for. Cheers, legends. Enjoy this show, and hopefully you enjoy some of ours later in the year. Thanks, Clarky. Anything from you, Nicole? I still feel like I've got a little more to announce, but uh, what's your yeah. response as a tripod follower yourself? No, 100%. I feel like as professional as Clarky is, I'm exactly the opposite. I'm very much off the cuff. So uh, I guess a couple of things I'll take off your plate. Admin-wise, so you mentioned, obviously, you can find all the tripod the tripods content on the Wiki Content Hub. We've tried to make that as easy as possible for you guys to find. So if you literally go wiki.ai forward slash tripod or Google Wiki Linktree, either of those two, you'll find it straight there. Um, all the sort of bookie sign up links, all the podcast links, all that kind of stuff, all in one place right there for you. So we're, we're, we are trying to make things A, easier for both of us, but A, sorry, B, easier for all of you. So that's one really important thing I wanted to clarify. Um, in terms of the community, so Obviously, Tripod, as I said, you know, I've been pretty much uh, listening to you guys since you started. You guys are huge in terms of the podcast, Tripod Body, um, and obviously successful podcast, uh, but also the Facebook group, you know, best part of 30,000 people on there. So the two things that you do extremely well, probably the two things that we don't do very well. You know, our Discord popped off last year. Our website gets quite a few views, and we can kind of do well there. So in terms of bringing things together, where you can interact with us, Obviously, the Tripod Pundits Tips Forum, the Facebook group, that is there. It's not going anywhere. Um, I love spending a bit of time on there as well. You see this cricket going on in the background. I've put a couple of tips on that for that as well. Um, so the Facebook group there and the Wiki Discord, they're probably the two main hotspots. And we're trying to drag Jacob along, spend a little bit of time on the Discord as well as the games are going on. But they're the two main places that you can hang out with us and chat to us. Um, I also already mentioned the content now. Very easy to find. Once again, guys, W-I-C-K-Y, wiki.ai forward slash tripod. So they're the main two things. Um, there's a couple of, I know NRL season is what we're here for, and we're going to get straight into the, the punting theory and helping, helping punters out. I'm going to ask you a few questions real quick. But a couple of things, I think, I don't, want to, I don't want to bring this off by bragging and the whole tips not slips and all that kind of stuff, but I do tip it to be fair. So we started the NRL season off with Xavier Wilson scoring the last try last weekend at 67 to 1. That was awesome. But I can't brag about these without referencing your end, the end to your NFL season. So I was hosting the NBA and the NFL pods with Jacob. Um, and obviously, I'm, you know, I'm pretty pumped about my NRL season last year. But you went absolutely on a tear the last four weeks of the NFL season. I might let you describe what the hell you did because that was absolutely incredible with the touchdown score tips, Jacob. 
That's true. I'm coming to the season in good form with my NFL at least. We hit a touchdown score, first touchdown score every single week, and that was with only two cracks at it each weekend for the playoffs. And I'm talking 11s, 13s, 34s, $5 in the Super Bowl. We hit a $21 in our playoff preview as well for leading Russia. So that was good fun. I, I missed out on my three-point shootout. I'm sorry to say, guys, I've picked the winner. Six of the last 10 years, but uh, last weekend was not one of it. Agonizingly runner-up in the three-point shootout, uh, fortunately. But, yeah, now, now and for the last few couple of weeks, for sure, since Super Bowl, my attention's been completely turned to the rugby league. I'm loving the trials. I'm a little bit like Wayne Bennett where I sit back and I don't do any uh, public work in the in the trials. I get myself ready for the main season. But don't worry, I'm watching and I'm preparing and I'm, get, I'm getting everything ready. And... Uh, Look, mixed matchups are going to be back. I can tell you that. Same game multis are going to be back. Custom season multis is something you can look forward to next week. Nicole, speaking of try scorers, which is your specialty, which is another reason why things that you do adds complement so well what the tripod does. You know, I don't see it as a competition at all, but it's really just adding to everything we already offer. And by merging our groups to a certain degree, like inviting people who follow you into the tripod group, pod followers into the wiki discord, because you got more people in your wiki discord it's more active and that makes it a better community like it's it's not great when it's quiet and that's partly my fault but also we were just new to discord so the tripod discord essentially we're just going to suggest people follow you in uh, the wiki discord but getting back to like your your forte being try scorers right which is which is awesome because you can build so many multis and same gamers around that uh we're going to give you the mantle of Picking the two out of three ain't bad. Now I've got to give a shout out again. NFL, my man Nettie went bananas, 68%. And this is like around 250 average odds. All season long, NFL picking two out of three. Basically picks three touchdown scorers. At least two have to hit to win. Toppy's going to bring that back to us this year with NRL. They're suckers for punishment. And Nicole will be picking those three try scorers based on his model. More than I want to say, actually, more than I won't even announce today, but just exciting stuff to come. But Magic Round, we're going to have an event and there will be an opportunity for people to win tickets through the year. So that's exciting. I did a post in the Tripod group today. It basically said Better and Top Sport are supporting us again. And if you have an account and you haven't used it this year yet, I have good news for you. Get in touch with me at Jacob Wynn or email tripodbetting at gmail.com and let us know your account details. We will see what we can do. Uh, Look, that's why everything I wanted to announce. And what did I say? 15 minutes max for announcements. So unless you've got anything else, Nicole, I want to hand you the reins for the next 15 minutes of this show. No, sweet. I think we've hit 15 minutes absolutely bang on the dot. That was perfect. Um, no, I think I'll, I'll get into the punting theory stuff in a second, but I think I'll just finish off with, I think we wanted to, you know, it's been really cool actually being, having the opportunity to work with Jacob over the last year or two especially. Um, and as I said, everything will all be in one place now. You know, we do have our separate businesses and obviously we have our separate strengths, but I think it's a really good opportunity for our communities to sort of get together um, and check out both Jacob's stuff uh, if you're a part of Wiki and, and vice versa. Super excited. Google Wiki Linktree or wiki.ai forward slash tripod. We've loaded a couple of things in there um, to, to get started, but as um, Jacob's um, episodes with, with Clarky start from next Tuesday for the Vegas games, um, they'll all be on the website. So. That's it. End of story. Huge season coming up. There's a whole bunch of stuff we haven't even mentioned that I'm really excited to get into, but we've got to pull the plug somewhere. So, guys, for the next sort of 10 to 15 minutes or so, very quickly, I'm going to ask Jacob a few questions. The point of this, guys, I'll be super honest. Like, growing up, I used to always punt mainly to make money. Like, obviously, you want to have some fun on the punt, 
But as our community grew from 300 to 3,000 last year, in just a few months of the NRL season, I'm actually getting old as well. I'm in my early 30s. So seeing how younger people punt, um, and especially like some of the behaviors around sort of saying their multis or just sort of ridiculous punting at times, honestly got me a little bit concerned. And, and the way that I punt is quite niche. And, and obviously the way Jacob does it, everyone knows and has known him for the best part of a decade now. So I thought it's probably a better idea for me to ask Jacob some questions. So thanks, Jacob, for taking a little bit of time at the end of this pod to, to go through this. So the way I thought we'd start all of this is I've kind of been on the journey with, with you for most of the time, but a lot of the people listening to this might not have. So I thought a cool way to start this would be you started all of this with, with a friend of yours. I believe you and Alex were friends and sort of started the pod together, right? So how did it all start for you guys? Like, obviously, yeah, everyone grows up watching rugby league, but not many people have the idea to start thinking about lines and totals and, and you know, trying to tip it publicly, right? So how, how did the idea come about, firstly? Yeah, I mean, for better or worse, I'm one of these people that got into punting from a very early age, you know, where you start with your, your dollar or two on the Melbourne Cup at the age of six, genuinely, and, and I had an interest, like, ever since I was young, and, and I was finding ways, let's just say that, to have bets, like, on, like, I can remember the, the 2002 World Cup or, or um, did various events uh, through my formative years, and, and at first, it was a case of bet on what I think will happen and always loving sport and uh, having my opinions. But learning that that didn't seem to work too well financially, just purely betting on what you think will happen and try, and and investigating more into the industry and, and various resources and reading and listening and watching anything I could and kind of learning that there has to be a tactic to this and that if the majority of people aren't winning, then what are the majority of people doing? And therefore, what are the bookies doing to kind of shift the odds in their favour and ultimately come down to trying to bet on uh, advantages that aren't easy easily seen or not seen kind of at the surface level and have really had an obsession with trying to find bets like that um yeah since a very young age and oh and always loved rugby league and i still think it's the most entertaining sport and i've always been a, a diehard fan and I, I was a diehard broncos fan until i did forsake my uh my loyalty in the for the good of the pod in 2015 as i've told many people just to be more unbiased but last year I did pick up the Dolphins and I think I still juggled that. Question there. When yep. did you pick up your loyalty to the Bronx? Was it the start of 2015 or after 2015? Yeah, no, it pretty much was the start of 2015. And I mean, that was the first season we did the pod and I actually tipped the Cowboys to win the comp at $7 just before the finals. And my mates were sick to their stomach when we all watched the grand final together. And I was cheering that uh, Jonathan Thurston field goal as much as anybody else. And my mates were... Um, they thought it was despicable that I'd turned my back on Brisbane and that I wasn't heartbroken like most of them were. So that just kind of talks about what kind of sick individual I am. But I always said I love my team, but I love money more. So that was that was the case and doing the pod with Alex. And I've told this a lot of times, but we're both really into it and we used to just chat to each other every single weekend who we were betting on, why we liked it, and then occasionally we'd share a tip or two in a group chat and people would kind of notice a trend that we seem to be on to things more often than not. And then they wanted to hear why we were picking things. So then we started sharing our thoughts with our mates. And then for fun, we recorded an informal podcast for them because we were fans of pods pretty early when a lot of people probably hadn't discovered them yet. And, um, and then it grew to other mates saying, I heard you recorded something. Can you send that to me? And, and so we said, let's make a little Facebook page out of it. That was 10 years ago or yeah, I, actually, it was just to be clear, it was nine years ago. This is season number 10, right? Um, and here we are. And I've told that story a fair, fair few times, but that's basically how it began. 
Yeah, sweet. Okay, well, the reason I asked that is because whenever people, like, interview people, whatever, they always talk about now, and, well, holy shit, like, obviously, if you're doing a good job for 10 years, it's going to be clear that you're doing well now. It's always interesting to see how things started, right? So if I pull you to this year, now, obviously, you're not going to reveal all your secret sources, right? But, like, how do you, sort of, just on a high level, how do you sit down and sort of break apart again? Like, what are a couple of the key factors that you think about before deciding to take a line or a total or a first half line or total? Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any secrets. I can say that. Like, I feel like you've got to be as good as possible and you've got to bring as much to the table and as much value to people who watch you as possible. You can't kind of have your secret ways of finding good bets and then just filibuster for an hour or just kind of fill and, and talk about the game in general. You really want to give insight. And I'm as aware as anything, people who have followed for a long time, like yourself, Nicole, like it gets stale if you're not innovating and if you're not getting better and if you're not explaining how you are elevating and improving your process so i'm very aware that i need to be better again every single year because the marketplace gets sharper you know and it's partly tripod could be having an influence on that that there's bets over the years that we've shared that you can't get them anymore and partly because we we knocked them off you know a really simple one is we were just we could just like clockwork we could play any game that had a total under 40 points we could basically play no try first eight minutes and we knew that would win like 55 65 percent of the time because the bookies just had it as a 50 50 50 percent of the time in rugby league games a try scored in the first eight 50 percent it's not roughly and that's why that was always a 50 50 market but what the bookies didn't really factor in was it's much less likely in the low total games and if we liked a game under and it was a low total and you know especially if there was weather like that was just an easy one to play but you'll never see that now you never see kind of low total games so i mean there's so many great bets we've found over the years and that's just one example of many that are not as easy to find. So you want to keep winning, you've got to keep finding new edges. But in terms of my process, like one thing you can't replace is just watching every minute of every game. And I've done that for a very long time and I always will do that. There's no shortcuts with that. So seeing everything that happens on the field, because if you just see the highlights or you just hear about a game, you know, you might not always get the full picture. I understand not everyone can do that. But I do hope I can always be a conduit to people that if you didn't get to see the round, but you catch the round recap, I'll tell you anything that really stood out to me and I'll tell you some things that may not have been obvious uh, to others that did stand out to me that I think we can take forward. So catch as much as you can. And, and I still love it. And I still love watching like the press conferences afterwards, even though sometimes the coaches don't always give clear answers. I feel like some insights can be gained. I listen to what other people say, I read, I watch plenty of other content, but ultimately I'm building up a framework, a map in my mind of each team then I'm going game by game for a given week and I'm looking specifically at the matchups and I'm looking at where I'm starting to see edges existing. But then beyond the players, I'm factoring out other intangibles, all the things that I always talk about, the, the, the rest, the travel, uh, motivation, tangibles and intangibles, but ultimately trying to get an idea in my mind just where there could be an, an advantage in the marketplace. And that means that my opinion differs to the marketplace because if I think the same as everybody else, I can't really make a successful bet. Then when I've kind of got my lanes or where I think there's going to be opportunities, then I start to hunt on. So that's when I'm really diving in. And then, you know, having experience in knowing, all right, like where you can sometimes find the best edge and how to exercise that. Because if you like a team to win, okay, but why do I really like them to win? Is it because I just think the other side can't stop them? So then maybe I like that team over or, you know, is it the opposite that I think they're going to be uh, very hard to break down? So we, we look in unders or is it about, fatigue and we want to play more second half is it about how this team's going to come out we want to play first half uh trying to execute and also trying to explain that hopefully as well as i can to everyone that is kind enough to tune in 
that's awesome. And I'm so keen for more people who, like I think arguably our community that we built, especially in the last 12 months, there might be a lot of a, like a, a younger following. And I'm really keen for them to listen to this and listen to your pods because I think I mentioned this to you before. I, I don't actually like betting sort of bigger stakes on online bets. I don't actually punt on a lot of your tips, even though I know that they're successful. I just love listening to your sort of insights on the game. And I hope that that can sort of help a lot of the, the guys that might be new to your stuff. Um, I think, look, one thing I will say, just from an individual point of view even, like this is an exciting time of the year, right? Like you've had a few weeks where there's not that much on. I know there's American sport on and a bunch of other stuff, but in terms of like prime time Aussie sport, we had the, the cricket over the summer, the NRL and the AFL about to start. A lot of people from a punting perspective are probably really excited. And I'm telling you one thing, please don't go too hard on the preseason games. NRL around one thing a week away. Um, but a really good topic I thought to bring up, because this is something personally that I'm not an expert in. I've never been an expert with this. Managing bankroll over a season. So if you don't know what bankroll is, essentially like how much money are you willing to, to punt or, or to lose? Uh, and thinking about that from a seven-month perspective, like for the whole NRL season, is kind of hard. So even if you had some high-level thoughts, I know everyone's different, but I'd love to hear from you, I guess, what your advice would be for, for people who are obviously trying to gamble responsibly and all the rest of it. Um, how would you approach that from like a, an NRL season point? Yeah, I, I think you established it well there, that it's a set amount of money that you have to be willing to lose. So it's an amount that you're going to put in. And in how you view that money is up to you, depending on the way that you punt. If you, you know, believe it's an investment because of the strategy you're going to punt and your goal is to, you know, uh, increase that sum by the end of the year. But it can also be seen as a, an amount that you're willing to kind of spend on your entertainment because having 20 bucks on a game and even if it's a 50-50 bet, you know, you're going to win roughly half the time at $1.90 even if you just flip a coin to pick who you go for. Long term, you're going to be a loser there, right? 50% winners at $1.90 is not profitable, but you might be, you know, the expected value is you over the course of a season, you're kind of losing on average $1 or $2 a game because you're still going to win half the time uh, $19 for, or sorry, 18 bucks for your 20 that you risked. And the, that could be your price of entertainment because you might get more enjoyment out of watching a Dragons Bulldogs game for two hours than you would have otherwise. And hey, it costs 25 bucks to go see a movie. You might enjoy Dragons Bulldogs more if you had a multi on it or if you, you had a bet on it. So if it's the price of entertainment, that's fine too. And obviously just understand that. But establish your bankroll. You can do it for a full season or if, you know, cash flow, you prefer to manage it, maybe like look at it a month at a time. This is what I'm willing to budget to bet for that month and then breaking it down into percentages. So and, and you really don't bet big percentages because you want to protect yourself from ruin. And that goes for whether you're a sharp punter, because even sharp punters that have an edge can still have losing streaks. And the last thing you want to do is blow your bankroll and then lose all that opportunity. But if you're not a sharp punter, you're recreational, you still want to make that cash last as long as it can so you can extend your enjoyment. So you really only should be betting probably to risk about 2 or 3% of your bankroll uh, for any given kind of 50-50 bet. Or maybe think of it like bet an amount that would win you 2 3% of your bankroll. Now, if you're putting on longer shots, I think it's it's okay to win slightly more. So like, Maybe you look at it and go, my bankroll for the month is, let's say, $1,000. Now, that's pretty big, but I'm just saying it's maybe to um, help it visualize. If you've got 1000 for the whole month and you want to put a multi on, I might I might be happy to be able to win 5 to 10% of my bankroll. So if my bankroll is 1000 then I could have a multi on that could win me 100 bucks. So 
if I'm betting something long shot like a 20 to 1, then I can have five bucks on that. If I'm betting a 50 to 1, I can have two bucks on that. If I'm betting 100 to 1, I'd have a dollar on that based on a 1,000 bankroll. If I was betting a, a line or a total though and it's a 50-50, then I'm saying 2 to 3% of that 1,000. So I'm talking about $25 on a head-to-head. So that's how I would stake. And that's going to, you know, modestly climb. But remember, you've got to keep it responsible and you want the ability to grow without without still having that protection from a losing run. So think yeah. of it in terms of percentages of your bankroll. Yeah, and I like that last thing that you mentioned around like, yeah, if you do have a few winners, I think people get overconfident a little bit. And look, it probably is because I'm a little bit older now, but I see a lot of people on Discord, I assume the younger crowd, joking a lot about, oh, yeah, I'm on a shit run, I need a winner. And, like, they're just – there's a lot of, like, trolling or joking about this stuff. but And that's fine because everyone's talk shit online, right? But really it's not funny. It can be a serious issue. So please do gamble responsibly. And if you are – you know this for fun, which 99% of you probably are, or even if you think, as, as Jacob said, you have an edge, it's still important to think about what is your bankroll and manage, manage that stake, uh, your staking over time. Gold. Um, last thing, I know we've only got a couple minutes left. Um, multis and same game multis. Jacob, I think when you and I probably started punting quite a bit, maybe 10, 15 years ago, this either wasn't a thing or it wasn't very popular, right? So same game multis definitely went around. And now people who are, you know, 18, 20, 22, they get into punting with their mates and it's all about multis and same game multis. Um, my overall attitude on this is pretty negative, but obviously you need you, you do need to punt for fun. So I'm going to leave it to you. What, what would your sort of overarching advice be on same gamers and multis and, and if, if people do want to put them on how would you sort of uh, i guess guide them in terms of how to get started with them so one like novel piece of advice i completely understand risk a little to win a lot is very appealing and that's fine and i'm not going to say oh like multis are stupid like there's plenty of application for multis you know one is it can actually be a more responsible way to punt that if you want to have um an interest in the thursday night footy game you could put a a, a multi on for the round and, and so instead of having like 50 bucks or 100 bucks on one game that's on a Thursday night, throw five bucks on a multi and you can still kind of feel like you've got 200 bucks on the line because the ultimate payout of the multi might be 200. You need that five. And look, if it wins, you write it on and you don't have to reinvest. If it loses, you only lost five, maybe reinvest another five on the Friday. Like it can actually be a more responsible way to play rather than starting with a bigger stake and trying to play kind of an all or nothing uh, for one leg. But in terms of if you are trying to exercise an edge and make money with, with a multi, the same rules apply for singles. Each and every leg of that multi needs to be a plus expected value, meaning that those odds need to be greater than the implied probability is suggesting in your belief. So every single multi, the biggest mistake I see is people saying, I'm adding this leg for a bit of value, and they're putting in legs to their multis that they would never bet as a single. So a team to win at $1.25 here, a team to win 13 plus at $1.40 here. The logic is that should win, and it's not a good bet as a single. Like, I'll get laughed at betting that as $1.40, but in my multi, it boosts my multi 140%, so it's a good bet. Well, no, because a multi still is a series of single bets. You are rolling the winnings into the next, into the next. So if it on its own wasn't a good value bet, then it's taken away from the expected value of your multi. It's not a good bet. And same gamers, it is a lot harder to see that, but it's the same principle that each and every leg I put into a same gamer has to be increasing my positive expectation. And that means I have to understand that 
the correlation that if I bet on uh, Ravalawa to score and I want the Eels to win, I'm ex- I understand I'm not going to get the full odds of both of those, but I have to understand that the combination of those two is still greater than what I think the actual likelihood of that outcome is. So I really want to get into the science of our same-game multis and the, the, the process of being in the lab and talking about how I think about it. And I reckon I can teach people a lot about common mistakes uh, to avoid to avoid getting ripped off because they're a high-margin product uh, for the bookies. But, you know, this is a brief chat, but I certainly can share more. But the biggest takeaway is each and every leg you put in has got to be in there for a reason and has to be value basically uh, as a single. Yeah, awesome. Well, as I said, like we've just ticked over 30 minutes, so we'll leave it there. But, um, guys, if you have enjoyed some of this stuff, like obviously, you know, everyone's sort of like usually follows us just for our tips, but um, Jacob's volunteered his time to go through some of this stuff for you guys. So if you do have any follow-up questions or if you genuinely enjoyed listening to this, let us know. It gives us the motivation, the incentive to maybe do one of these again later on in the year. Because um, it is good fun from our end, but we also don't want to pull the shit out of you with too much of it, right? So just let us know. If you are interested, we will do it again. Um, just one quick thing on value. One thing that bloody kills me is people adding on the leg and saying it's value. I think people misinterpret a higher price for better value. Value has to mean that the price is actually higher than you think it should be. Value doesn't just mean a higher price. I promise I'll stop there, but um, it's just something that I'm really passionate about. I was literally going to call this company value and I ended up calling it Wiki. So it is something I'm super passionate about. Um, and obviously from Jacob's built his brand with Tripod for the last almost a decade now, pretty much a decade. Um, and I've built my brand for, let's say, the last four years or so. So we wouldn't have, I guess, taken on this step to collaborate a lot more together if we didn't really like each other's, I guess, each other as individuals, but also as brands. I think there's a whole bunch of fun stuff we're going to get from this. Um, but yeah, thanks for wherever you're listening all over the place. Thanks for, for listening again. Google Wiki Linktree or wiki.ai forward slash tripod. You find all of Tripod Pundit Tips Forum and, and everything from Jacob and from Wiki on those two links. But um, that's it for me, Jacob. I'll, I'll let you wrap up. Yeah, the thing about punting theory, it's not for everyone and people want different doses. But I would suggest if you want more, there's a Punting 101 series that you will find the link to the playlist on the Wiki slash uh, Tripod tripod hub there where it's like several 10 to 15 minute episodes there's also the the holy 12 hunting commandments which is a big hour episode that i would implore everyone to listen or even re-listen ahead of the season that's going to give you a lot of information that i will guarantee will help you enhance your punting uh so plenty more if you want you know if we've left you wanting more that's where you can find more on the tripod hub on the wiki website other than that guys have a great weekend thanks for tuning in so pumped for a, a big year and plenty more for us to share and announce uh, in the coming kind of days and weeks. But I can say I'll see you next Tuesday for the season preview. Uh, Thanks, Nicole, and have a good weekend as well, mate. Cheers. See you guys. Awesome.